0: Geek Live, Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series. I'm your host, Todd Bailey, the man with, well, thinning hair, I guess, a little bit. jeans is my hair thinning?
1: No, I, no, I will say no.
0: Fantastic. Oh, you'll get extra brownie points. Joining me tonight on the podcast, my best buddy, and I tell you what, he's awesome on the, uh, what do you call him, the pots and pans?
1: Wake Gibson on pots and pans. Why do you call him that? Well, remember when you were a kid? And, and you didn't have drums, and drums and yeah? No, because my parents would have booted my butt for that. The old uh, stainless steel stuff—you <laughs> like, would have been in trouble. <laughs> Remember when we were kids and everything was Teflon? Teflon, teflon was on the everything. Thing. You know that Teflon is like carcinogenic. Yeah, they reckon it's poisonous. And like, you will not find a, a pan or pot it'd, with with it'd Teflon on it more. nowadays.
0: Oh, yeah, you, you can, though, can't you? But, you still but, buy, I'm sure. From like the, it. it's
1: like the cheaper stuff now, isn't it?
0: Yeah, stuff you buy at like Silly Sollys or Sam's Warehouse or somewhere like that. Anyway. Welcome to Geek's Week Live Why did we digress just then? Yeah Mm, Crazy Big week in comics this week, big fella It has indeed Uh, We want to First up News Here in Australia Space Pirates They got their possible Give them
1: a Congratulations Woo
0: uh, Matt and Caitlin um, They managed to Reach their goal for, to, to publish Space Pirates A Collected Edition um, And above They had a possible um, Like You must have said Crowdfunding campaign Yeah And they At first it was looking A bit shaky there Like a week out so They were a little bit short and then But they... come
1: home strong
0: like a racehorse Very strong yeah, Good on them. So uh, congratulations Well done. Can't wait to see that hit the shelves That'll be a great book Space Pirates And uh, they're also uh, The weekend just gone You'll be listening to this next week So we're recording it tonight it's Adelaide uh, comic OzCon In Adelaide is on this weekend Paul Mason's down there A few of the other Everyone's Aussie there creators, All of them Well not all of them But a fair chunk of them Paul Obstruce He's down there So g'day to all of you
1: guys Hello How are you? Oh that's good
0: Yeah, Don't have an imaginary conversation oh, You worry sorry. me when you start that Yeah uh, now, speaking of Australian comics, guess what landed in my hot hands today? I have
1: seen the artwork and it looks pretty flash.
0: Yes. Uh, Winter City, issue number five. Everything has a price. Now, that is the Purcell brothers, Patrick and Carl, and art by Pablo Munez, Munoz. Munoz sorry. The,
1: the front cover Stuffed man looks pretty amazing. It looks
0: wicked. Uh, that's hot on the shelves right mm-hmm. now, so go to your local comic retailer uh, if they support Aussie Comics they should have Winter City number five, issue number five sitting on their shelves. If they don't, flip tables. Flip tables and do as we say. And if you haven't read number one to four of Winter City yet, do yourself a favor, pick it on up. It is great. It's a great Aussie series. Full colour mm-hmm. and the product you're right. value is it, just it, it's a
1: really nice looking. The quality of, of the printing is... Uh, yeah, and,
0: and yeah. not just that, but the story. I sat here and read it this afternoon, devoured it. Yep. And uh, Patrick and Carl do a great job writing that. So, great work. really good. Good shout out to the boys there.
1: How are you guys? Oh, that's good. Would you stop that, having a imaginary oh, conversation? Sorry. God. I thought I was hearing things.
0: By the way, last week you forgot my cash register sound effect.
1: You multiplied. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. You, you did? No, because I went back and I uploaded a second version of the, oh, did you? Of the podcast. So, you,
0: the one you gave me wasn't complete? No. Bugger you
1: Because I went back and I listened to it And I went, oh, shit, I forgot that So I, was, I, was I deleted getting, that and then re-uploaded yeah. a new version I was going a
0: message and I thought, nah, the poor bugger he's been, he's, You've been editing like crazy yeah. I thought, I won't have a crack team him over the cash register I'll wait until I get on the podcast well, well,
1: Get on there right now, you'll be able to hear your cash register go Bling, bling
0: But I do like how you amplified my voice
1: Does it sound alright? Yeah, sound like, like angelic voices?
0: I don't know about that Speaking of angelic, well actually no, this is this is not angelic at all uh, New this week, I picked up a copy of Wolverine number one I Haven't had a chance to read it, I had a quick flick through it now, it's written by Paul Cornell. Um, not a bad writer, usually. Um, the artwork, though, this is a bit of a surprise for me. Alan Davis, British mm-hmm. artist. Yep. Um, he's back uh, doing some work for Marvel at the moment, and he's the artist on it. Now, have a quick look. To me, a little bit old school. It is. It's almost... Um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but... Uh, 80s? Uh, maybe 80s, 90s? 90s? 90s well,
1: early 90s, not late 90s. Um, but there you go. So, it's
0: Wolverine... like. It's uh, just, just something about his his version of Wolverine looks a little bit too caveman. The the, the, the
1: colors are current colors yeah, as yeah. you look at it, but the line work is very, kind of. Have
0: you noticed? Uh, you can't see it obviously it's a podcast, but it's very thick. Uh, his line work's a bit thick, and, it, and, and see what I mean about his Logan Wolverine. He's yeah. just um, he looks a little bit cavemanish, and f- having a quick flick. I'm not going to ruin it for anyone, but having a quick flick through the issue, nowhere in that issue is he in costume. By the looks of that. Uh, he's naked Oh jeans. naked hey, hey hey No I don't want it Look at that Alan Davis Dream oh, he, naked You can't uh, see his junk uh, At least, uh, he's, at least he's
1: looking The other way
0: But have a look at that Nowhere in that issue at all He's naked for a couple of pages
1: Deep He's wearing the tracky dacks he got the tracky dacks
0: But there's no costume how can you have Wolverine, the first issue of Wolverine, and you haven't got him in costume?
1: Sounds like a Batman Begins. Honestly,
0: I'll give that a read this coming week, but just look, quick flick through that there. Wolverine number one from Marvel this week. It uh, better Ball be a Cornel good story, Outdoors. eh? Because
1: you're not interested in the uh, I'm not really the interested.
0: Artwork. I'll be honest, it's, it hasn't grabbed me just yet. I'm just flicking through to see who the... Uh, Mark Farmer... I thought it was. Yeah, it looked familiar. Mark Farmer on inks. There you go. Mark Farmer.
1: The, the, the colours look... Ve- like the like, like we say, the, the, co- the comic... The colours look like a... a uh, current comic yeah it's just the artwork and check and out, that, inks. Wick, check out that
0: wicked advert there for superior spider-man number seven uh the storyline trouble mind part one now that is that's humberto ramos
1: it's cool that it looks like he's emerging from the, the darkness
0: it does doesn't it but humberto ramos on the artwork i love his artwork so i'll be picking up that issue there um i love that tagged in the bottom there spider-man you're fired the avengers and have a look at the i love the look on on the avengers Ta- that they've got there in the captain
1: background. america a very different look
0: he's got the chin strap going on there Wolverine
1: kind of looks like he's a bit, um... That's just... Yes. Yeah.
0: There you go. Wolverine number one from uh, Marvel Comics. It's, it's not grabbing me. Tell you what did grab me this week. Ginge. Yes. Was uh, Batman number 18. Now... Fallout. Greg Capullo, uh, Requiem. Yeah, from the, the Fallout of the Death of uh, Damien. That's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg Capullo has taken a break for an issue or two, I think. And uh, they got Andy Kubert Now, um... Or you, as some might say, Qubit. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Andy Kubert. I always say Kubert. Uh, Scott Snyder's still writing. Obviously, it's a great storyline. I tell you yeah. what, um, it focuses on uh, Harper, the girl from way back in the, in, in the early issues of mm-hmm. Snyder's run on, mm-hmm. on the new Batman title, and she she's like a like this whiz kid with like uh, electrical stuff. Yep. And so she's been tracking Batman through his little black boxes he puts around the city to okay. tap into to the, the city's power and all this kind of stuff. The yeah, grid yeah. essentially. Yep, yep. And she notices something's not right. So she tries to contact him, and she does. She actually gets him out of this jam kind of thing a little bit. He breaks her nose. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Like he's he's, he's really harsh because he's hurting from the death of Damien. But Andy Cubitt has just gone rank on this and made uh, Batman off his rocker. Like he's wow. yeah, we got some noise here. Someone Bat- else is a Batman was was very, was very upset. Um, he he's just vicious in it, and 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 you can tell Andy Cubitt had fun. Doing the artwork on this issue, yeah. because he's just, like, Batman's unleashed. It looks wicked. And there's a different, uh, Sandra Hope at the tail end of it, she does a bit of artwork there. It's a different style. I'll be honest, um, the Adam Cubitt stuff, at the, uh, sorry, Andy Cubitt Adam's his brother. Andy Cubitt. Uh, his artwork grabbed me, and then, yeah, Sandra's artwork, just, uh, I don't know, not quite not, not yeah. quite there for me. Good storyline, and um, yeah, if, you're, if you've been following the whole um, Death of Damien, these Requiem issues are kind of the fallout, so it's dealing with...
1: Um, and as everyone. you're in and as you're in the comic shop and you're looking through uh, through the, the shelves, yep. you'll know this one by the uh, the green and red boots Robin boots, boots with a uh, little robin bird on top. Yeah. Mm. It's
0: a very simple understated cover, that, isn't it?
1: It's um pretty full on, you know, knowing the story behind it. Yeah, but uh, but speaking
0: of that, it brings me to my final comic for the night that I'm just going to uh, to bring up this Batman and Robin number eighteen. That's another requiem issue. Uh, Peter J. Tomasi and Pat Gleason. Now I love Pat Gleason's artwork. Mm. He's had me hooked for a while. And and Peter J. Tomasi, he did some work on I think it was Green Lantern Core last uh, okay. in previous. Yep. T- I know he might still be on it. I can't remember. This is a silent issue. What they call a silent issue.
1: Now that means that there no is dialogue. no dialogue, no, word, no balloons. word balloons in
0: there at all. Just
1: art. Now <laughs> sounds like Mike Ivan a comic
0: because <laughs> you're lazy. Yeah. Um. Honestly, this. He's a heartbreaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, not because it's bad, but because it's so goddamn good. Yeah. Um, there's bits in it where like uh, Bruce is walking past the library and he sees Alfred standing there looking at because a few issues ago they were doing a, like a family portrait. Yep. So you had uh, Tim, Jason, uh, Dick, Bruce sitting there and Damien as well, and they were getting family portrait done. Yep. Alfred standing in front of the portrait. And he's got tears streaming down his face because the painter hadn't finished the portrait and the Britty hadn't finished with Damien. All you see is Damien's like head and part of his shoulder and that. Yep. The rest of the family's finished and he's just standing there like Tears run it. Bruce walks up Puts a cover over it And takes the painting away oh, in, okay. in, in this one particular page And yeah. then it, it follows him Essentially From the manor Going out on the streets And everything else But he goes down the the back pole You know mm-hmm. And he looks across And he's having like Almost little mini flashbacks Where he little looks visions, across yeah. And he sees him and Damien Going down the pole And then he gets to the bottom And it's just him by himself Same when he gets in the Batmobile He kind of has this little vision Of when it was him and Damien In the car Yep. And at the end of it you know, Spoiler alert But you, you're going to read it anyway um, he goes just rank, and he just has a bit of a breakdown. Just starts punching the shit out of a locker until he's all bloody. His hands, because you know, just—it's him getting the grief and aggression out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloody beautiful, honestly. Just really well drawn, and and it's one of it's—it's it's truly one of those stories where you've you know, there's no word balloons to, or, or text to, to guide you. You've just mm. you got to you know internalize it, I guess. So there you go, Batman and Robin, uh, eighteen requiem is the—it's uh, one of the tie Requiem books there. So. That's a,
1: that's a an interesting direction the DC Comics would go to do an entire comic it's been without one piece of dialogue. Yeah, in, Marvel done in it before. Yeah,
0: yeah, they had I think it was the Enough said issues where there was nothing said in them or something like that. Okay, uh, a few years back. So, but there you go. They're my picks for the week. As I said, I haven't had a, a read of Wolverine number one, but I will be. But yeah, just haven't flicked through there. It's not grabbing me. Winter City. Make sure you pop along, check it out. Winter City number five. Awesome. Um, kicking along to games. Ginge, I'm very
1: disappointed. You uh, spoiled. You, you 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 were sizzling this last, last week.
0: week. Yeah, last week's podcast. I got late last week. Sim City five, the new Sim City. Been ten years since they released a game, Maxis, and I was kind of. I think I mentioned it like last year in a podcast that yep. I'd seen the gameplay trailer. Looked wicked. You know, we did f-
1: a, a, a YouTube video of it. Did we? I'm pretty sure we did.
0: Somewhere or no, it might have been uh, in one of Bryce's one of, early It might ones. have been
1: one of the uh, television episodes. Could have been.
0: And um, yeah, we put, we put the gameplay trailer and it had me hooked. I was like, this looks wicked. Can't wait for it to come Can't out. Can't wait for it to come out. Got it last week, put it on the computer. Straight away had problems. The uh, servers for, for SimCity crashed. Yeah. People worldwide couldn't get on, couldn't log on. Because this is, the, I have to explain, you can't play unless you're on, you've are on. got a strong internet connection. It's constantly on the net. Because it doesn't save to your computer, it saves to the cloud. Now, this, apparently, this is the future of gaming. I've been told this is the way, game, and the companies have all said this is the way, the future of gaming. If it is, you're going to lose people like me because I can, I can only play it at work. I don't have, um, like, a permanent, I, I, I tap into my neighbour's Wi-Fi. I'm allowed, by the you're, way. You're, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. i got great neighbours. They're like, don't, don't get a plan. Come and use ours because we're unlimited. But the, the problem being still, um, you know, a lot of people you've, you don't necessarily have the internet right. at home for that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you've got to have an internet connection. The, when you do eventually get on to play, which I have, they've now added more servers, but there's still problems. I got booted off again today of halfway through. No the game. way. It just kicks you off and goes, oh, the servers are now unavailable, can't load your game at the Uh, moment. Oh, that's bullshit. It's a pain in the ass. And some players are complaining because they do a lot of work on a city. Yep. And if it hasn't saved to the cloud in that time, say for the last hour or something like that, you've just lost an hour's worth of building or whatever, you know? Yeah. Very disappointing. The maps, big issue for me, the maps are tiny. Oh really? The map where you build your city yep. is fucking tiny. Now, you run I, out of space really quick.
1: I was—I saw a little bit of it while you were playing this week, and it's like the, there's a border there's a around, border around and you're not allowed to build outside of that I border. Build outside the border. And to be honest, you
0: can, you can build. You can go out to a regional view, and you can see empty cities around you. But then you have to go and take that. You've got to build that city up from scratch, and you can trade between the two. Right, and which is not per- easy in itself either. And that
1: person is another real person. No, no, that's internet? you. You
0: can play against real people, but if you're in sandbox mode like I was, you just essentially you become the mayor of the next city and the next city and all that. Kind okay. of, and you can link them all together. Um, I haven't played. There's a, a few of us talking in the next week, so once we've all kind of gotten used to the game, yep, we're going to link up some cities and and start playing. So, them so, one so
1: how would that work? You know, you build up your city, right, yep. and then what? Trade with another city. You can. You can trade services
0: or resources, and can you then invade that city? No, it's, it's not a war game, genius. I'm it's saying, just...
1: well, what, what, what's the use of building well, well, a city? Can, and... can I be
0: honest with you? I, I'll be honest. I've played it now since last Thursday. Okay, yeah. I've been playing it since last Thursday. I'm over it already. Yeah, it's it's been just over a week, mm. eight days. Okay, I'm bored.
1: Well, I've you... just
0: I, I've built cities. I've gone broken cities, real really quick because it is a bit of a. You know, uh, you got you to.
1: Gotta, uh, it's tough the, to even the get, the get to, to it. Yeah,
0: because there's like there's a thing here where you can build like um, casino, and you're limited. There's not like there's a, a multitude of things to choose to put in. Like if you want to be a like a Sin City, like a Las Vegas. Yep. you've essentially got a choice of three different casinos. One of them, um, you only put in if you've got high wealth people. The other two, like you know, it's it's frustrating. Like the game trailer made you think that they've made all these great changes and everything else. They haven't. No? It's, no. It's, it, it's disappointing. And honestly, Ge- Geek Speak rating right now, out of five, yeah. I'm going to give it a two. Wow. Yeah, I'll be stretching probably a 1.8, honestly. And
1: you've got the superhero, supervillain edition of the, the, edition the show. What?
0: Yep. And I haven't even used, like, the, I've, I've built the superhero thing in it, um, the tower, but I haven't seen anything happen with it or anything like that. Yeah. So, it's just a very disappointing. Very disappointing. Would game. you be
1: more happier pl- uh, going back and playing the original versions of City? Of
0: because you, you no, it's the same as this new version. So, so, you know, so, so technically, irking, right? it's
1: it's nothing, nothing new, nothing, nothing new, different.
0: I reckon no. I mean, the only thing is you don't have to lay all these pipes and all this kind and and, and uh, voltage lines and all that. Cause Infrast- it's spot, infrastructure. It, it just follows the roads where you put roads in sewerage water. It power, puts it in automatically. Just, it, it follows along those roads. Okay. Yeah. But um, no, I'm, I'm I'm disappointed, mate. Disappointed. Yeah. And, and the the variety of buildings is very piss poor. I thought. Really. So, yeah. Sim, Sim City Five. Uh, if you can get on and play it, if they don't uh, get booted off because of the shitty servers, I'm giving it a, uh, I'm going to downgrade it, 1.8 out of 5.
1: And uh, crew member Dan was talking about it with me this week, and he yep. was saying that uh, seven days after the game had come out, there were still people on the net trying to connect up to the servers yeah. to be able to install the game, not play the game, install the game. You know the what game.
0: server I'm playing on at the moment? Yeah. Antarctica. Wow! Yeah, I'm on Antarctica. It's the only one that I've been able to get on that is reasonably free most of the time. When I say reasonably free, there's still moments where it says it's busy and you can't get on.
1: And see, the problem is Antarctica. Like they have, they have the servers all around the world, yeah. different servers in different countries, and technically, you're supposed to connect up to the server that's closest to your country so that you can have a faster connection. Yeah, you know,
0: because it how doesn't. It works? Have, I'm, 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 a, I'm a
1: Neanderthal when it comes I'm, to that. I'm design. just saying because it doesn't have to travel that As far around. Yeah to get to the server.
0: But there would be no server in Antarctica. I'm sure, Surely there's not. There's an ice station out there floating somewhere. <laughs> there's a server on is oh, it, isn't
1: there? it could be some, uh, you know, Russian know. I,
0: submarine. I don't know how these things work, honestly. But anyway, there you go. What I have played this week yes. is to make our, um, our host of GeekSpeak happy. He's threatened to bash me because I hadn't played it. Dum-dum-dum. I've What, am I?
1: No, I mean, <laughs> uh, sorry. I was, uh, how about I go? That better be a sound effect. I'll go dun
0: dun dun Steve, uh, Steve Muller, our host, had a crack at me the other week, a few weeks back, because I had never played Batman Arkham Asylum or Arkham City. Yep. Now, I'm a diehard Batman fan, but I'm not a gamer. I've told you. How many times have I, have I said that to people? The last few weeks, I've been kind of getting back into games, re-immer- re-immersing myself in... The, the, the
1: renaissance of gaming I, for I yourself. I
0: finally finished Red Dead Redemption, thought it was an awesome game, everything else.
1: You finally finished it. You, you, you were saying that you, you, you thought you'd finished the game because you'd killed the bad guy, no, and then you gone back finally, to... No, I finally,
0: finally finished it. Got to the end credits and went, oh, that was a bit of a shock, and, and finished it, okay? okay? Good game, and uh, honestly, Red Dead Redemption, I'll give that a five out of five. That's how good it was. Um, so I finally got around to getting my hands on a copy of Arkham Asylum. And I'm addicted. <laughs> okay. I've had a few problems already. I had to contact uh, our gaming guru, Gibsy. Yep. Had to send him a text the other night because very early on in the game, uh, there's this bit uh, where you, you take down Zaz and you've got to get out of this secure room essentially, right? Yeah, yeah. And so these things keep popping up, these little air vents, and like, you know, open and it hit A on the Xbox 360, right? So you hit the A yep. button. And it wouldn't open it. He like grab it, and Batman be going uh, kind of thing, like like he's trying to you know have a massive you know what. Um, but it wouldn't rip it off. Shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm getting frustrated. Some text gives you like, what the? F- how do I get out of this room? He's like, yeah. what are you playing it? Arkham like, Asylum. I'll get back to you in five minutes. I just got to think how I got out of it back then. Yeah, because it's a yeah. long time since he's played it. And in the meantime, I've gotten the shits as I normally do, so I just started hitting the button real quick, like, fuck you, A-A-A-A-A, which apparently is you got to do rapid tap, and he then rips it off, and I'm like, Said gives you a thing, don't worry, I just worked it out, you had to rapid tap A, and um, he's laughing at me, you know, yeah, obviously, you don't play a lot of games or whatever, and blah blah. I'm like, I am such a noob.
1: I really am a noob. I always remember back. Um, this is Sega Master System. Holy right? shit! That's a flashback. And we're going back to the game Barcelona, uh, Barcelona Olympics, mm-hmm. and in it, you had to do. You did all the athletics, so you did sprinting and uh, hurdles, yep. and you had to tap the the buttons the two buttons as though you are running you have to left right left right yeah. right to run <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. right and you, you instead of using your thumb to go tick 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 I I developed the uh, the finger running method
0: it's a podcast now I can see you
1: doing that the with finger, your fingers the finger running method is the index finger and the middle finger yeah. and running on the the two buttons and then when you're doing the hurdles you've got to push the up button to to, to hurdle over up. it yeah. oh I, I, I'm sure my parents would have thought us as weird in the rumpus room, and you hear
0: this <coughs> jump, jump, <laughs> ah!
1: Although not as bad as uh, uh, a friend of ours was their her kids were playing a game with the Wii. Yeah, and I hate from the Wii. from behind, the kids were. It looked like they were doing something naughty. Doing something. They, they they were they were rigorously. <laughs> Their hands are rigorously.
0: people you stop? People
1: are walking by looking at us <laughs> recording and all like it says your hand
0: movement it looks like you're jerking one out, Gint.
1: I'm just saying that that's what this, you know, in this. Knock game... it off on
0: the podcast, Gint. Okay. <laughs> Enough said. Do you ever get like I remember in old games like uh, two, even Tomb Raider we used to have to jump right, and you look. This is before wireless
1: controllers, Gint, so and before force feedback where you.
0: Yeah, so you'd be you'd be going to jump, and you would literally throw like in your hands. So and you yeah. do your whole body, the, 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 body. The,
1: the flick of the hand control to you try and get jump it further. With it.
0: Like you get a run up and you jump and you kind of go uh,
1: like that with your tongue as well. <laughs> go
0: have your tongue out, <laughs> uh, right? And then people are like, I'm sure my mother will buy. Went, like, what is wrong with my son? <laughs> like he's sitting there doing these weird. But movies. now, but
1: now with the controllers, you actually do do that, and it actually does do it. You know, if you're using a Wii and different things like mm. the Xbox,
0: you don't so. But anyway, um loving Arkham Asylum at the moment, yeah. so it's cool.
1: You're liking the, the art direction of the game? Yeah, and
0: the, like uh, Mark Hamill is the Joker and Kevin Conroy doing Batman. It's, yeah. it's wicked. Um, now, speaking of games, a bit of news for you today. Stephen Amell, you know, the guy playing Green the, Arrow gr- of the Queen yes. in, in Arrow, the TV series? Yes. He is lending his voice to the Green Arrow character in Injustice Gods Amongst Us. So um, for all you gaming fans out there, DC fans as well, and if you're a fan of Arrow... Uh, make sure you grab that, and we'll check that out when it comes. It's, it's not far off coming out, and uh, you to hear Stephen Amell doing the voice of uh, Green Arrow. In very the game. cool. So that's very very cool. So uh, that, that was that's news out today. Um, what else was I going to tell you about? You we're going we to talk about Veronica Mars, Kristen Bell, yes. who I think is gorgeous. Yes. You want to you want to bring you want to do this one? I hand it to you.
1: Well, uh, this week you're it. This week, Rob Thomas. Not not the the
0: singer singer of Matchbox
1: 20. He's the creator of of Veronica Mars. Mm -hmm. Him and, is it Kristen Bell? Mm -hmm. Have teamed up and gone on Kickstarter. Yeah. At the beginning of the week, they put out a few videos on Kickstarter and they wanted to raise money. They wanted to raise $2 million. Okay,
0: now remembering first off, hang on. Warner Brothers own the rights. That's correct. They own essentially Veronica Mars. That's correct. So they went to Warner Brothers first. Now, this is a precedent, isn't it? Where they went to Warner Brothers and yep. said, "If we get this, can we have the green light?" Warner Brothers turned around and said,
1: "Well, they said, hmm. hmm. They said, hmm.
0: It was kind of like, "Prove it to us and you can do it." Isn't That's it? right.
1: Now, within the first 10 hours,
0: 10 hours, not even not even a day. Not even a day. A 10 day.
1: hours, they raised the 2 million dollars that they that Warner Brothers were going to to say 2 million dollars for production costs only. Yeah. At the time of us recording this podcast, yep. the money is up to $3.2 million.
0: So, they've gone above and beyond. They've gone
1: $1.2 million above what they needed to get. And, and they still have 28 days to, to go. To go. Imagine what they'll pull in in 28 more days. And um, you know how on Kickstarter and all the crowdfunding campaigns, how you can choose the different amount of money you give yep. and you'll get like a DVD or your name in the credits or like stuff like board. that. I was looking last night... The very top reward is $10,000, right? Yep. $10,000 buys you a walk-on role in the film and a line in the film. Yeah. For $10,000, one person there was one allocated role and one person has already claimed it. the $10,000, really? right? You play a waitress or waiter. Yeah. And you come on uh, it, during the scene and say, "Here's your check, sir." That is your role That's for
0: $10,000. And which washed-up Hollywood actor has just spent his last 10 grand or her last 10 grand doing it,
1: Although it may be someone that wants to break into the industry, That's maybe. That's the way of
0: doing it. That's, I, I, it's a lot of money to do it, but...
1: For $10,000, would you would you spend you that sort rip- of money?
0: If I get to meet Kristen Bell, yes. Yeah? Yes, in a heartbeat. $10,000. I'd spend $10,000. Really? Yeah, because I'd walk up and get to smell like chloroform to you. <laughs> Halfway through the scene... Yeah. Oh, she's fainted. I'll take her to a trailer. Um,
1: I I really don't know if like, I oh could. No. could uh,
0: oh, but dude, if you okay, if you were a mega millionaire and ten thousand was like nothing, then yeah, you probably would. You get yeah, right. I'll have a crack at that. Yeah, but I mean, you and I like no, ten thousand dollars is a lot, a lot, a lot of money. Yes. So we wouldn't do it. Yeah, that's it's it's good news. Like, were you ever a fan of the TV show?
1: Well, I, I'd seen a few episodes. I wasn't a, a, a direct you know one after the other watching them. You just tune
0: in here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. She so kind of kickstarted her career because then she went on to do things like forgetting Sarah Marshall and, and all, the, all that other stuff. Yeah, she was yeah. A fanboys. She was yes. a fanboys. Great. Um, I, I like her. I think she's a great actress. Couples Retreat. She was in that one, she, yeah, yeah, with
1: Vince Vaughn. That's
0: right. Um, yeah, I, I like her. I think she's a great actress, and um, I loved Veronica Mars. Yeah, Kevin Smith directed an episode of. of oh and, wow. he played, and he played a clerk in it. Really? Like am I'm gonna have a, to go back and find this. Yeah, it's one of the early episodes, mm-hmm. and he he directed. I'm sure he directed an episode. Yeah, I'm sure of it. And he he made an appearance. He was he guest appeared in a, like behind the counter of a, a of a Seven Eleven type thing. Oh wow!
1: Yeah, yeah. I uh, continuing on with this Kickstarter campaign. Yism. Warner Brothers have have turned around and green lit the movie.
0: As they bloody well Warner, they said two million. They've gone past that. But
1: I'm I'm just thinking about this right. Mm-hmm. Hollywood films cost more than two million dollars to make these days
0: yeah but um, Warner Brothers
1: were saying that they will not chip in any more money for production costs
0: no no but they what did it see, uh, okay it depends right your production level like like Kevin Smith has said before you can make a movie for say two million mm-hmm. but the studio to to promote it and sell it will add another. Five to six on top of it, which makes it then an eight million dollar movie. So the actual production gonna... mo- money of it might only be two million, but what they then marketing and promotion is I, they pile I, that money on top, I, I, I which I, I is what Kevin Smith's big problem. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you ever saw his rant. I yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Sundance or something like that? Yes, he, that's correct. He, yep. And if you ever get a chance to watch it, YouTube it, and 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 you'll you'll see Kevin Smith talking about it, and he gives you an in depth thing about this is how the movie industry works, and this is why it sucks mm-hmm. because. Straight away, they take a nice cheap little movie that would easily make its money back if it was released as it is. Yep, yep. They then pile all this money. No, no, you've got to do it this way. This is how we spend, and blah, blah, blah. There's an extra six million on top of it. By the time they're finished, a two million dollar movie has to make close to 20 million for it to be classed as profitable. That's right. Whereas if you did it the old fashioned way, two million, and you made, you know, say five million. At, at the box office, yep, it was yep. A, considered a, a critical hit because it, boom, it's it's sorry financial hit. Um, great, you know, it made us money and more. But yeah, it's Hollywood's different today. It's very t- t- YouTuber. Uh, Kevin Smith's Hollywood. I don't know what it comes up as, but anyway, you'll, you'll find it on
1: there. All, all I'm concerned about is yeah. that I cannot, unless Kristen Bell and yeah. the other actors take a very reduced amount, which they probably will, and that that is the only way they because are going think- to make. Uh, some sort of uh, ability to make the film. They'll make
0: it up on the back end. They'll make it up in DVD sales, stuff like that. Okay,
1: and 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 now with um, uh, stuff like Netflix and stuff like That's that. That's
0: where they'll make their money. They'll get their money back on. The, like if they're willing to, if if they're not <laughs> hand to mouth waiting for a bloody check, yeah, you know, to live. Um, it's not a big problem today. That kind of thing. Because yeah, uh, you know, this opens the door now. Like yeah, you know, throughout the week, people were saying, Who, "What else do you want to see come back?" Um, the big one, obviously, uh, Serenity, Firefly, yeah, yeah, that's right. which Joss Whedon won't rush out and do because he's busy working for Marvel and all that kind of thing. Okay, But the other one that a lot of people have said they'd love to see is Deadwood. They'd love to see Deadwood finished, um, and if they could do it via Kickstarter, there'd be a way to get it done.
1: Now, do you think Kickstarter is the be-all and end-all to, to, to be able to get projects made or, or crowdfunding uh, in general? what's don't say Kickstarter, crowdfunding?
0: It's hot for now until something goes wrong. Is what, my my gut feeling is one day people are going to get ripped off in a big way. It, stuff won't come out. They, they'll lose their money. They won't get any of the rewards or something like that. Yep. Once that happens, that will screw it for everyone. And well, if it's a big project, we're talking big project, right? Yep. Um, you can imagine if some indie bloody uh, recording artist turns around and says, "Oh, I need five grand to make an album." He rips, fi- you know, rips it off for five grand. You're not. It's not going to be headline news. Yeah. If a movie studio, say, like a not-so-well-known movie studio comes out raises, say, a million, two million dollars for mm-hmm. a movie or, or a TV show, and then they rip people off and it makes headlines, that's when you're going to hear about it and that's when people turn around and go, oh, no, don't! I'm not going to do kick, Kickstarter or crowdfunding. It'll turn people off.
1: And Kickstarter uh, came out and said that they... They can't guarantee the amount that is pledged. They can't guarantee. They guarantee a 98% of the money that is pledged.
0: That's still not bad, 98%. Because
1: some people, even though they pledge that money, they're coughing up that money is a different thing. It well,
0: would just come straight out of your account because uh, I know, like, I, I tipped in with the possible for uh, Space Pirates. Yep. And um, I think it just comes straight out of your bank account when, it, when, it, when it's successful, mm-hmm. when, when they've reached their goal or whatever else. Yeah, okay. it just comes straight out. I think so.
1: Well, you know, there could be unscrupulous people out there that say, oh, "Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give you a hundred bucks." The, and... When the
0: Chinese triads or something like that have some way of scamming uh, Kickstarter accounts and all this kind, of... yeah, it'll happen. Like I say, until it happens. Yep. Things will be rosy and keen, and then someone will find a way of screwing it up, and it'll turn everyone off it. Sure as hell.
1: I was talking on the forums this week, asking other filmmakers, would you use uh, crowdfunding Kickstarter to... uh, Pay for your next film or your next project. What was the feedback? Um, I I think I think it's it, people are unsure about it at the moment.
0: See, until well, I had not pledged on anything until the Space Pirates. Yep, um, and and it was so easy to do. Like mm-hmm. I, there's a few other things, um, uh, projects that I've heard of that I'm going to throw some money on. Yep. Like not massive amounts. We're not talking you know, hundreds of dollars or anything, but. There's other things, and there's a, a, a local artist here, uh, yep. Will, who is um, looking at, at publishing a comic. Awesome looking comic. I've seen pages out of it. Yeah, I said I'd support him with it. He's looking at doing a possible uh, crowdfunding thing. Yes, yes. And I said I would support that as well. But I'm also going to chip in a certain amount of money to help. Would pu- would publish
1: would, his book. would you only uh, would you only support crowdfunding pr- uh, programs that are for uh, objects? Like, for example... Where you get something physical. Where you get something physical.
0: I'd be more inclined to, whereas if...
1: You know, for example, you gave uh, If it was a gave movie, money if, okay, for... if it was just,
0: oh, here's a movie, uh, yeah, we're going to do a movie, and you get your name in the credits at the end of it, and that's yeah. all you get? No. Yep. No.
1: You only I'm get sorry, I'm
0: old-fashioned. If I'm going to give a $100, I want something physical to come back.
1: Now, Batman Dead End... Has has uh, eclipsed the amount of money that they wanted. They only wanted uh, that's
0: for the documentary. That's
1: the documentary. <laughs> yeah. I believe they only wanted something like ten thousand dollars. He's
0: already got, and one. he's
1: more than 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 eclipsed that. And I see people on the net uh, like uh, the the Superman, uh, whatever happened to Superman lives? Yeah, yep. That reached its amount and got way more. They wanted ninety thousand dollars. Yeah, what did they get? They they received like one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Oh
0: right, so I mean. In theory, they could then turn around and say, "Well, you know, look, what they should do is like a limited edition T-shirt run, or sign d- when they, you know make it a DVD, and they you get a DVD when it comes out." Or I not know. Well, got, well that, that, that's physical. that's
1: that's the, that's the different uh, um, categories that you sign up for. Yeah. You sign up for I'm, I only want a T-shirt. I only want a DVD. But it's it's interesting that the amounts that people ask for is is varies very very sporadically well, across it.
0: No, no, I guess they worked out this is what we need. Yeah. And if people – like, you're not going to knock it back. Like, you're not going to get there and turn around and say, um, you know, like, it's, it's running for 30 days. Let's argument's sake. 30 days, yep. within the first 10, you've reached a goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say it's $10,000. You're not going to turn around and say – Oh, no. No, um, no. We're going to stop taking money. You're no. going to go, right, well, no, we'll take more money because, yeah, if you want, you people want to give it to us yeah. to, to do this project, it means we can make it even better.
1: But what I'm saying is if you and I get onto uh, to, to a crowdfunding campaign and say we want to make a short film about blah, Yeah. The, what At what point do you say You know what We only need to get $5,000 To yep. make this, this short film But I want to raise $25,000 What do, do, you, you, do
0: you, uh, you I'm you not can, picking up what you're putting down You
1: can actually set how much you so want so, to raise oh,
0: So you're saying to me like, You could scam it You could Okay, so you you could say to people, Oh, we need you know our goal is twenty five thousand. When you actually worked out well we only need some ten.
1: We only need ten and the other
0: fifteen we're gonna pocket.
1: The other fifteen we could buy a red camera. Yeah. And you so know? that's
0: something you physically get to keep later on, yes. Tra- yes as a filmmaker. Um Well I don't know whether other people have thought about it or whether you're just a shifty prick, ginge, but I'm um, I'm just saying I mm. I have never thought of it that way. I get where you're coming from, but I've never could, thought
1: of Because for me, and, and yourself, we don't do projects with other people's money. We do projects. No, we've projects been self-funded, if, and and it goes throughout our it's whole lives. Explains a lot with, with uh, Geek Speak at the
0: moment. I mean, kaboom! Uh, well, I fund majority of it and stuff yeah, like that. And, and
1: and like you and I in everyday that's life, so cheap. No, nah. you you and I in everyday life, if we can't afford something, we don't buy it.
0: Yeah. We don't... I've got a credit card that I never, ever use. Yeah. I'm funny like that. I just don't like using credit You know, credit cards.
1: I-, I went out and I bought a car, but I bought it cash. with the cash, yeah. you know. And I-, I don't know if it's the way I was raised, but I think if I'm going to go, go out on a limb, I'm, gonna, I'm the only person that is going to yeah. either fail... Or have to reap the repercussions. Maybe of
0: it. you know what we should do. We should have a Kickstarter, well, a possible Kickstarter crowdfunding thing. Yep. To send us to San Diego. You reckon? know what? Fuck San Diego. I'd sooner go to uh, WonderCon at Anaheim. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's more comic related. Though, yeah, right? yeah. And it's, it's it's less stress. So uh, maybe we should do that. We should kind of say, hey, send the wow. Geek Speak crew to. Because um, we should sit down and work it out. I reckon you're looking about twenty grand to get the crew over there. And to, to make it worthwhile, about twenty grand, we should uh, we should try and raise twenty grand. Well, for 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 example,
1: you know, that's probably not out of the. I just saw of...
0: the I just saw the dollar signs tick over in your eyes. Just then,
1: I was just thinking, you know, a tr- uh, the amount of money it costs for playing tickets is say one and a half thousand dollars each. Is it? You know, so, so even if we just
0: raised money and we took you, me, Dan, and our host Steve, yeah. So we'd have to leave poor old Russ at home. We'd have to leave Anna at home. Yeah. Um and the reason I say Steve is because uh if we took Anna we'd have to fly her her man over as well and you know. <laughs> uh, he's a tall bugger. He's, he's well maybe that team. is
1: something down the track. Maybe that's something down the you track. Dragon? <laughs> Uh, also, this week uh, for the film indie film people out there, yeah, uh, friends of ours in America, Studio School, who have uh, their own channel on YouTube, Facebook, have created the Studio School Forum, yeah, where it's you can go on there, ask questions, interact with other filmmakers from around the world. So get on there and check that out. If you, you know, I'm on there. Oh yeah, uh, I'll
0: have to get on there as well. That's pretty cool.
1: Okay, the address is StudioSchoolForum dot dualedgestudios.com
0: dot com. You going to put a link up through the week?
1: I will put the link on the Facebook page. Done, Solta, and, Sir,
0: You'll put the link up. And to be honest,
1: uh, check it out. You know, interact with people on there. Uh, Way speaking to go. of
0: interacting, I put a poll up uh, earlier in the week asking if uh, people, if movie trailers lately, uh, you know, do like, you get ruined by movie trailers? <laughs> well, Does it turn you off? Pri-
1: prime example is uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter.
0: This is some of the best. The ones one, in the one
1: yeah. It seems like yep. that was the bit that. Really that's happened, didn't make that scene.
0: That's happened in a, a few films for me. And uh, surprisingly, majority of people agreed that yeah, lately trailers are ruining films for you. Yep. Uh, ruining the plots of films and stuff like that. So, and, um, Gives away other, way too people much. people said not always but sometimes. Yep. And uh, I'm surprised. There was barely anyone who said no, it doesn't affect them. So it seems to be a common thing across the board that... Major, I'm saying majority, not everyone, but the majority, larger majority, yep. of people um, are finding that the trailers released by Hollywood today for films uh, give away some of the best points. Why, uh, Is it because we're lazy? We need like they think they've really got. They need to down entice us?
1: us in that much. I so uh, much so that
0: I went to see Oz the Great and Powerful last weekend. Yeah, I had the same trailer for a movie. Mm-hmm. Start of the trailers and at the end of the trailers. Once in two D. Once in three D. <laughs> the whole cinema, I swear to Christ, the whole cinema, when it came on the second time, it was for an animated Pixar thing. Yep. When it came on the second time, you could hear everyone in the cinema go, oh, what the fuck? Again? We've, we've already seen this. We've seen it in 2D. Now you're seeing it in 3D. And uh, yeah, so they play the trailer twice.
1: Well, movie trailers that give away. Uh, watched the scary movie five trailer this morning. Mm-hmm. It has got the usual crew in it. And returning is Charlie Sheen. But uh, Lindsay Lohan is also in it. Yeah, they're in bed together. They're they? in bed together. I've seen this trailer. Re-en- so re-enacting a scene from Par- Paranormal Activity. Yeah. It's, for me, it seems like that moment is probably the entire scene that is in the movie. Yeah. It is just that moment that is in the trailer.
0: And it's been put in the trailer.
1: I, I, I really can't see that scene extending any further.
0: Yeah, they did. It'd be a stretch. Wow. Well, wow. It um, seems
1: like for those scary movie uh, uh, movies, it seems like that's the bit that's at the beginning, can I be honest just with before that? the I've credits.
0: I've seen one and I wasn't impressed. Oh man, you've got to see the the no, I
1: wasn't uh, scary movie four with Charlie Sheen. It's a Ripper of Signs, and Charlie Sheen's playing the Mel Gibson. Role. I've seen that. I've seen a bit of that one. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I wasn't impressed. Oh man, it's great. Speaking this week of trailers, uh, the red band trailer for Kickass Two. Yes, hit the, hit the tubes. Special shout out to Tony Davidson over at Pop Culture Society, the the Facebook page. Awesome. Uh, Facebook page, pop along check it out Tony gave me a heads up about the trailer, we then shared it Kick-Ass 2, mate. It looks fantastic. Uh, the crew are all, like, you know, um, Kick-Ass like and Hit Girl are in it. Everyone's back. Uh, like a Jim Carrey. Plus Jim Carrey. Yeah, which looks cool. But the guy who plays uh, Christopher Mintzplatz, whatever his name is, who plays played Red Mist in the first one. McLovin. Yeah, he played McLovin. He's a cool, he's, cool he, actor, actually. He,
1: he's, con- he's kind of got one of those puby kind of beards and mustaches. <laughs> what? I've you know,
0: never thought of it like that. You know,
1: you see kids in high school that are trying, trying to grow a like beard, be extra- and it's just like little, little. pubes.
0: Pubes. pubes like yeah. they like they've shaved downstairs and, stuck and just, it on their face. Yeah, super glued it to their chin. Um, that's a fucking thrilling. And image, I, I, isn't mm,
1: it? I, as soon as I saw him in the trailer, I went anyway.
0: Right. He does a knockoff of the Jack Nicholson because he goes, "Wait till they get a load of me," right? <laughs> which I think is awesome. And then he changes his name. He's no longer the Red Mist. Mm. He's the motherfucker. Yeah, and he's, he's dressed out in all the gimp gear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looks
1: fucking it, hilarious. And like like a, a, a mohawk or something that yeah. he's made out of feathers and stuff. And he
0: looks fucked up. But I tell you what. Mark Miller's creation, Kick-Ass. I love the first movie. I love the the, the original graphic novel. Yeah. Um, I haven't read Kick-Ass 2 yet as as a comic series. I will be. And and Kick-Ass 3 has just been solicited through Marvel Icon. Wow. Um, so if you're a kick-ass fan, you've got plenty to get in Hit Girl. They just finished up a Hit Girl
1: miniseries. People people are saying that Jim Carrey doesn't fill the role that Nick Cage left behind.
0: Well, he's not meant to. He's a different character. Yeah, that, but,
1: I, I, but people are looking oh, towards no, him like, to actually, sort of
0: be that. In the trailer, he looks kick-ass. It, it, uh, not to be a dickhead, but yeah. He does. He
1: he looks like he's brought a different character to the screen and check, looks cool.
0: Yeah, I like it. Uh, check out the trailer. There's a Red Band trailer. That's the one you want to watch. Um, and she says, uh, what did she say? Did she say cocksuckers again or something? Yeah, the, right at the very end. Which is the line that got uh, got a lot of flack in the, in the first, first one. movie mm. was getting a young girl to say, bring on cocksuckers or something like that. Okay, she yeah. got a lot of flack for that and so did Mark Miller and the director and everyone else. Um, they've reprised that, that line again when she's on top of this van firing, you know, bring on cocksuckers or whatever. And uh, you're just like, that is so cool. So yeah, um, yep. yeah it looks wicked. Check it on out. Can't wait to see that hit.
1: And the the costumes look amazing. They do. They look
0: really, really good. Um, now this brings me to a special part of the show, Ging. Our mate Dean Ashton, long time listener, top bloke. I tell you what, Thank he's a diehard fan. He, he dropped in this week. I'm holding it up here for you to check out, Ging. <sighs> Hellraiser milk chili chocolate. Now we've talked about it uh, before. Dean um, had said he wanted he's going to wanted to bring some in for you and I. So he I'm, dropped in a bit.
1: I'm I'm not, I'm not. Uh, there's a skull and crossbones on the it's front. It's not skull it's
0: a Grim Reaper, dude. And it's actually it's made... a skull. Grim Reaper Foods, okay, make this. It's Hellraiser Milk Chili Chocolate with Devishly Hot Naga Chili, Sweet Orange, Clove Oil and Cinnamon. Can you just
1: repeat that again?
0: With Devishly Hot Naga chilies, Sweet Orange, Clove Oil and Cinnamon. Can you handle the heat, okay? Now, there are a couple of different varieties. We've got here just the, the Hellraiser one. There's Purgatory, which is White Chili Chocolate. There's also um, Black Widow, which is a dark chili chocolate. Okay.
1: Is there also blow your ass hole out chili uh, chocolate?
0: <laughs> no, it's a British-made chocolate. Really? It's Grim, Grim Reaper foods. Foods. Sorry, not foods. Now, ah. luckily, we both have drink here with us because this could be. Hot. It might not be. Dean didn't let on whether it was hot or not. Now he loves his chili. Well, stuff. To, to
1: be honest, if he if he if he said, "Oh, I don't know how hot it is," that means it's fucking hot, man.
0: No, no, he didn't let on. He wanted us to be surprised. No, yeah, so, yeah, Gene's... yeah.
1: It's going to be. We're going to be really there's, fucking uh, surprised uh, if it's really hot.
0: If there's flames shooting out your ass, I'll be really C- surprised. Can, can
1: I steal one of those serviettes? Yes, if, can, in case yeah. I need to scrub my mouth.
0: There you go. There's a serviette. Okay, okay now there's two. I've broken out two bits. There's a big. Piece and a slightly less now, bigger piece. Now, now
1: if you if people want to know how big these pieces of chocolate is about the
0: size of your thumb. Yeah, it's about the size of your thumb. It, yeah. <laughs> no, of your thumb. Uh, okay, are, you
1: gonna, which are we, one are you going
0: to have? Are we going to? Well, I'll have the bigger bit. You'll take the bigger piece. Or uh, I'll are say? we
1: just going to chuck the whole thing in our mouth yeah, and bite it, it and eat sure that?
0: that? Yeah, really?
1: this is going to be, be for compelling. Does,
0: can I be honest? It just looks like regular. I can't see chunks chilli hanging out of the
1: chocolate. Um, there, it, it, it's it's. It's not like jalapenos are sitting in it.
0: No, no. Here we go. Hellraiser milk chili chocolate. This is going to be be
1: thrilling radio. Thanks to everybody. I'm eating it. Mm. Mmm. Not bad. I can smell the the chili in it. There's a scent for chili there. Yeah. Actually,
0: you know what I'm tasting? Is the um, sweet orange. Oh, there's, there's there's a heat.
1: Something's starting up,
0: yeah. Oh, fuck. It's a mild heat. Mine's mild. Oh, no, it's on the back. It's on no, the back of my mouth. It's not bad. Mmm. I wouldn't eat a whole... Bl- oh, Jesus. It intensifies when it hits the throat.
1: <laughs> it's, it's hit my throat. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of keeping the chocolate... The melted chocolate on it.
0: That's not going to help, dickhead. <laughs> That's nice. It's, it's it's not a super intense heat. It's a nice, nice little kick to it. There you go, Grim Reaper. Foods, Hellraiser, milk chili, chocolate. Oh, it's sitting there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're not sweating, so it's not that bad. You, you
1: know that 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 thing that hangs down from the, from your throat, that that little boxing bag thing on the back of your throat. Is
0: that your tonsils or not? I don't no, know. No, no, your know. tonsils
1: are on either side. It feels are like they? that thing. You're sitting there, going, "What the fuck is that, man?" <laughs>
0: Um, there you go. What would you give that out of five? Geek Speak. I'll give that a
1: four and a half. That's quite nice. Are, are you saying uh, the heat rating or no? Just
0: a rating and taste. It. That's nice. I've like Sweet, um, sweet orange in it. It's nice. I could taste cinnamon though. Yeah, I can. Can you? Mm-hmm. I can't taste the cinnamon. There you go. Thanks, Dean. Dean Ashton, long time listener and avid fan of Geekspeak Live. Top bloke as well. Thanks, Dino, mate. That is fantastic. The Hellraiser chocolate. We're gonna have to. You know what? We have to hunt down some Purgatory and Black Widow and try ha- them as well.
1: Heat ha- wise, I'm thinking it's sitting about. 3 you
0: out of 5 Yeah, mine's probably 2.5 But I had a smaller piece than you There's two two more bits left there We can eat that
1: all, no, off air No, I'll give it a miss
0: There you go So we do. if you want to do us He wants us to eat ghost chilli And and Dean
1: Well, maybe we should Maybe no, we should do that Fuck you. I reckon we should do that Right fuck at the end you. of a podcast right, right at the end
0: No, in a couple of weeks Or we'll, we'll, we'll down the track We'll yeah. get Dean in He can eat the bloody ghost chilli Here on the show How's that sound?
1: I'm, I'm reaching towards the coke why, you, why are you going for the coke?
0: It's not that bad We're just thinking of the ghost chilli Yeah I'm worried. Um, You got any other news, Goss, or anything else? Um,
1: I don't think so. I think that's about it. I think we're done.
0: Make sure you pop along to your comic shop. Check out the latest issues out this week. Age of Ultron 2, uh, number two, came out this week as well. Um, I'm just trying to think of any new... Oh, Earth 2 in hardcover uh, from DC. Earth 2, volume one. Hardcover Collector Edition came out this week. Looks pretty kick-ass.
1: I'm seeing more of the... Hawkeye uh,
0: Volume 1 came out.
1: Coda Bakia characters po- like are new,
0: in. More of the new 52 Kota things came in. Also, wicked little um, your Deadpool and Ghost Rider pop heroes uh, came out. They're selling really good. If you're a Ghost Rider fan or a Deadpool fan with the favourite Merc with a mouth, go get a little cool pop hero. Yeah, that's They're right. are looking pretty wicked. Apart from that, that's it, folks. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Ginge, where can people head along to check out our stuff?
1: Facebook.com forward slash GeekSpeak.com. TV, YouTube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia and Twitter at Geekspeak AU.
0: Yep, and last week, uh, my video went. I, I did a video. Um, masks. masks. So I hope you've enjoyed that. If you haven't checked it out, head along to the YouTube page. Watch that. Check out the uh, ones from Anna and Steve there as well from mm-hmm. previous weeks. And make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss out. That's right. We've had a bunch of people jump on and subscribe, so yeah, make indeed. sure you do it as well. If you're listening to this right now and you haven't subscribed, go on, get off your butt, go and do yeah, it. Go
1: do it right now.
0: Go on. We're not hearing you walking. Are you... What are you doing? Where's the tapping? What are you... Yeah, that better be Geek Speak. You're tapping in and not porn.
1: Hmm?
0: If it is porn, make sure it's good stuff. Send uh, uh, us a link.
1: Geek Speak. Are you at gmail.com?
0: We should maybe do Geek Porn.
1: Hmm. hmm.
0: Anyway, same bat time, same bat channel. You've been listening to Geek Speak Live, Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series. Joining me tonight was... Wake up, on i Pots and Pans. I've been your host, Todd Bailey. Catch you next week.
1: was brought to you by the Big Top network. Network.